Welcome to the Live Your Why podcast. I'm Tammy Hill, licensed marriage and family therapist and teacher at BYU. On today's episode, I'm going to discuss with you a problem we have in today's dating scene. Let's get started. I want to talk about ghosting. Before I get into ghosting, though, I want to tell you a little bit about attachment. My therapeutic lens that I use when I work with people is focused through attachment needs. As human beings, we have the need to feel connected, to feel like we're understood, that who we're with gets us, and to feel like we belong. Each one of us longs to be deeply connected in a romantic relationship. I believe that this is part of our divine heritage that we get from our Heavenly Parents, to truly belong, feel seen, and loved and cared for by someone. Believe it or not, these attachment needs begin when we are babies. Attachment theory was founded by John Bowlby, who found that children who were abandoned in World War II were very stunted emotionally and socially. His studies found there was a strong connection between infants and children and their caregivers. This connection was as essential for the child to survive as food and water is. Attachment is an integral part of our human behavior throughout our entire lives. It begins in infancy. Adults have distinct attachment styles that are largely determined by the way we are attached as children. There's a phenomenon that's called the dependency paradox. Basically, this means that the ability for us as adults to step out into the world on our own stems from the knowledge that we have someone beside us who we can trust and rely on. Isn't that interesting? In order for us to fly, we need to know we've got a net underneath us of someone that we can trust. It seems that our partners powerfully affect our ability to thrive in the world. Our romantic partners influence how we feel about ourselves, but also to some degree they influence how much we believe in ourselves and whether we attempt to achieve our hopes and dreams. Having partners who fulfill our intrinsic attachment needs provide a secure base that can help us become and remain emotionally and physically healthier. So basically, your ability to romantically connect to another human being is largely influenced by your attachment style. I love thinking about that. Whenever we talk about a parent's role in nurturing their children, don't ever think that's not important because the way you nurture your children is going to enable them to grow up, move out, get married, and be healthy in their marriages. I want to include in this podcast a link to an attachment assessment where you can discover more about your attachment style. So why is all of this attachment information important? Because there's a common practice today in our dating scene that's called ghosting. Ghosting is defined as the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication. When you are ghosted, it hearkens to your core attachment needs. All of a sudden, this person no longer answers your calls, never texts back, doesn't email you back, and you start to think, what did I do wrong? I must not be very cool. And even worse, what is wrong with me? 
Despite how common ghosting is, the emotional effects can be devastating and particularly damaging to those who already lack confidence. I'm going to tell you about a client I worked with several years ago. This was a nursing student at BYU. She was darling in every way. Return missionary, a great student, a great girl. She came into therapy and was totally crushed. She had gone out in the previous four months with five different guys. She had felt like each time that the relationship was moving forward, she felt she was herself showing up to the dating um, relationship. She felt she was fun. She thought that the person she was with was having fun, all of these guys. But every one of them ghosted her until after this fifth guy ghosted her and she never heard from him again. She came into therapy in tears and said, what is wrong with me? Why can't I stay in a relationship? Her very attachment needs of feeling that she is worthwhile, feeling that she's wanted, feeling that she is understood by anyone, were all being threatened. This harkened clear back to feelings that she might have felt as an infant where she didn't know if her parents were going to come when she cried. When we ghost, we are damaging one another's psyche. Ghosting leaves people confused, insecure, and less trusting, just like this nursing student. She didn't want to risk anymore. When someone asked for her number, she was hesitant to even give it because she felt she knew already how the relationship was going to end. Ghosting is based in avoidance. People who are ghosting are avoiding the conflict or the discomfort of ending or putting an end or closure to a relationship. By avoiding the conflict, they feel like they're not hurting this person's feelings. Actually, ghosting someone is more hurtful than telling them you'd just like to be friends. Ghosting produces anxiety for both the person who is ghosting and the person who's being ghosted. It's all based in anxiety. Anxiety about telling this person something difficult and anxiety in being left hanging without any type of closure. Now, ghosting, I don't want anyone to get confused. It's different than escaping an abusive relationship. When you are in an abusive relationship, you do not need to respond You do not need to text. You do not need to pick up the phone. It's okay to end those relationships without closure. Get away from that abusive relationship. There are some appropriate ways to end a relationship, and I want to talk about these steps for a minute because this is so important. First of all, do your own work. If you tend to be someone who ghosts, who leave people hanging, I want you to do your own work. Why are you ghosting? Why are you choosing to leave someone hanging rather than visit with them and talk a little bit about what you're hoping for and what perhaps isn't working in this relationship? Again, if you feel like by telling them you just want to be friends, if you were to say that, you would be hurting them deeply. Actually, putting them in the friend zone is much better than leaving people hanging with these attachment, curiosity, feelings of inadequacy. First, do your own work. Then practice the conversation with someone that you feel safe with. Even practice in front of the mirror if you need to. Practice saying what it is you need to say till you feel comfortable saying it. 
and then have a face-to-face conversation with this person. You've invested some time in this relationship. You can spend a little bit of time closing it. Separate caring for someone and being in a relationship. There's a difference. You can care for people, and you should be caring for people. You want the best for people you're with. That's fine, but being in a relationship is very different. It's okay to be in a relationship that's romantic and moving forward. If you care for someone and it's not going to move forward romantically, it needs to be closed, ended, where both of you are on board. I really hope you'll do all you can to push yourself to align with your why when it comes to ghosting. In my student uh, assessments, when I ask my students at BYU how many of them have been ghosted, nearly 90% of my students, and I teach about 1,500 students a semester, nearly 90% have been ghosted and about 75% have ghosted someone. And so this is happening way too frequently. I want you to push yourself in aligning with your why as you appropriately end relationships. If part of your why is like mine, then you care about people. You want to help others succeed. You're hoping to lead yourself and others back to heaven. As you make friends and socialize and date others, please remember that ghosting hurts trust and confidence. Don't ghost. Align yourself. Live your why. Be vulnerable in your conversation. Both of you deserve the closure. Remember, our romantic partners particularly can powerfully affect our ability to thrive in the world. Not only do they influence how we feel about ourselves, but also the degree to which we believe in ourselves and whether we will attempt to achieve our hopes and dreams. When I think about my why, through the years, my why has narrowed down to about this. I want to bring as many people back to heaven with me as I can. And more specifically, I want to help couples claim the joy that too many couples don't have in their marriage relationships, particularly in their sexual relationships. If this is my why, and you have a why that's similar to that, leaving someone hanging, not knowing, negatively impacting their confidence and ability to believe in themselves is damaging. I encourage you to align yourself this way and choose to live your way. Hey, thanks for joining in today. I hope it's been helpful. Next time, we're going to talk more about the new 2020 dating trends. Dial toning, glam boozling. It'll be fun. Join us next time. 